Welcome to the No More Late Feast podcast. I'm Jackie. And I'm Danielle. And we're just two best friends and ex-Blockbuster employees rewatching some of the best and worst movies from the late 90s and 2000s. This week, we are talking about the 2002 rom-com, My Big Fat Greek Wedding with our guest, Gwen. (laughs) (laughs) I saved it. I saved it. I mean, it's so close. (laughs) (laughs) There's lots of words and wedding. Starts with the same letters. Do I need to re-say it, Jackie, or am I fine? My best friend's Greek wedding. Probably re say like this. The last one. line. Yeah. My big fat friends. <laughs> this week, we are talking about the 2002 rom com, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, with our guest, Gwen. Welcome, Gwen. Hey, thanks. Welcome. I'm here. I'm here. I'm we're so happy. Ha- we're so happy that you're here with us. So I can't wait to talk to about my best friend's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> what movie did we watch? Oh no. <laughs> my bad. My bad. I watched wrong one movie. I'm sure that people would love for us to do that episode again because it was yeah. a good one. We had fun. Yes. But before we dive in to any of the shenanigans we're about to get into, let's do some housekeeping if you love the podcast and you want to support us here's a few ways you can did you know writing a review and or rating us helps get us more listeners if you want to be featured and help us grow head to apple spotify pod chasers good pods or your favorite podcasting platform and leave us a review and if you want to keep up with our episodes, make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so that you're notified that a new episode is live. And merch. Don't buy from imposters who steal our designs. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> go to no more Yes, that's right. We had more people steal our designs and try and pass them off on our own, and we reported them. Redbubble sells bucket hats now. So get our logo on a bucket hat. Because that's not scary. That that I'm heading there style. right now. <laughs> get a bucket hat. You think I'm Thank joking? <laughs> well, let me give you a little synopsis of my big fat Greek wedding. Everyone in the Portacalis family worries about Tula, still unmarried at 30 years old. She works at Dancing Zorba's, the Greek restaurant owned by her parents. Gus and Maria. After taking a job at her aunt's travel agency, she falls in love with Ian Miller, a teacher who is tall, handsome, and definitely not Greek. Tula is unsure which will be more upsetting to her father, that Ian is a foreigner or that he's a vegetarian. Starring Nia Verdalis, John Corbett, Lainey Kazan, Michael Constantine, Gia Karadiet, Caridias, I hope I said that right. I'm so sorry. Louis Mandalore, Andrea Martin, and Joey Fatone. Oh boy. <laughs> the movie is directed by Joel Zwick <laughs> and written by Nia Verdalis. And you can watch it on HBO Max. But before we get started, let's get into our ratings rewind. So you know the drill. Before we get into the movie, we'll review the rating our Y2K versions of ourselves we give. Then at the end, we'll see if our current selves agree with our initial rating. Our scale consists of would buy it, would buy it again. The best would play on repeat. Five-day rental. Would watch again. Two-day rental. 
okay, but nothing to write home about. Same day rental. Straight up trash. Hmm. We'll start with you, Gwen. So I think I would be, my Y2K self would be somewhere between a two day and five day rental only because I find it more relatable now than I did that as a 30, 30 something way, way high 30 something percent. So if we had, if you had but to choose I'm gonna which round one. up, I'm going to round up okay. to, to five day rental would watch again, because I did really love the writing even then. Yeah. Would definitely watch again. It was like my, one of my mom's favorite movies too. And it was a really enjoyable experience of a rom-com then. Yeah. yeah. Jackie? Mm -hmm. Hey, Jackie did not get the hype. It was a two-day rental. I was just like, okay. It is what it is. As usual, I continue to question this friendship. It's a, it's a wood buy. I have, I own it. So it's a wood buy for me. Yeah. I was on the hype train. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe you hyped it it up too much. It deserves the hype. I think, (laughs) I just think like, yeah, I just, just think just having watched it again just last night for the first time I think since that era I was like yeah it's definitely didn't I didn't appreciate it I don't think as much I maybe I wish I could remember more what I thought about it (laughs) well I mean it was the little engine that could pretty much with this movie it had a budget of five million it really did it really was Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) it had a budget of five million dollars and it made $368.7 million worldwide. And I'm going to kind of go as quickly as I can through just some of the superlatives for the movie and, and just how hard it was for this movie to really get up and running. So it became a sleeper hit. It grew steadily from its li- limited release to, you know, open worldwide despite it never hitting the number one spot for a box office weekend and being an independent film. It it ultimately became one of the top romantic films of the 21st century. It's the fifth highest growing film of 2002 in the United States and Canada. And it is the highest grossing romantic comedy in history still to this date. Wow. Yeah. Even with all like crazy rich Asians and all the Mm. newer ones that have come out domestically, it also held the record for the highest grossing film, never having been number one on the weekly North American box office charts until 2016 when Sing came out. But when you do the calculations for inflation, it still beats out Sing. So Either way. So it started off as a one woman play written and starred by Mia Vardalis. And it happened that way because when she wrote the script, she was trying to get it read by different, you know, company executives and nobody wanted to even read it. So she started off by doing the one woman plays and she started in her, you know, her community at Greek Orthodox churches, similar to what Tyler Perry did when he started making his plays and how he was going to black churches and, and, and black organizations. She, she, you know, started that model. Well, what happened is that Tom Hanks, wife, which I, I could say Rita Wilson without having to say it's his wife, but it's relevant to the story. She mm-hmm. actually saw the play and convinced her husband to see it as well because she thought it would be perfect to be a movie. So when she was trying to pitch it again to other executives, they wanted to make all sorts of changes to the movie and they they didn't want her to star in it. They they I think Disney wanted it to be 
Marissa told me they also wanted to change the ethnicity of the family to Hispanic, but it was really Tom Hanks who believed in the project and believed in the story and Nia and decided that like she should play the main role of Tula. And he, I think this is the second movie his production company, Playtone, made or produced. Because they, I think the first one was That Thing You that Do. That Thing You Do. Yeah. yeah that's right. That's right. That's so right. there's the history, y'all. <laughs> it's such a cool, there's some cool stats. It's a cool yeah. story. And it's Very so inspiring. shocking. I, I bet if you go up to anyone and you're like, what is the highest grossing movie of all time? This is probably not even on anyone's radar that it's because it was such a sleeper and like, had, and I think home movies served it well and, and rentals served it well because it kind of just had this hype. And I think it was in the theaters for 52 weeks. Yeah. It So like, yes, obviously cable and VHS and DVD did well for it, but we definitely can't discount like how well it did. It performed in the theaters. The mm-hmm. only movie it, and it outperformed Titanic. So when you look at Titanic, and the way that it was able to stay in the theaters the way that it was, it was like unheard of. Mm-hmm. So that movie, I think might've been 40 something weeks, how long it stayed in the theater. It, it's shelf life was insane because it, it was still in the theaters, I think in June. And that movie came out in December. So it had like that extra life again, you know, because it was nominated for an Oscar, then it won the Oscar. So it just kept on staying. But the fact that this beat that and it didn't win an Oscar wasn't nominated for an Oscar and it just kept going. And I think it's something to really think about on how these executives continue to say that people don't want to see female driven, female written female at the core of a story movie even now and this this is a testament we have so many movies that are a testament that is not true people Mm -hmm. want to see these stories Mm -hmm. and yeah they're like I don't need to be number one we're just sitting in the box office yep (laughs) just raking in that money and I don't even know if something like that could be replicated now because you know in the situation we are with movie theaters and stuff but I admire that a lot and they're making a third one Mm -hmm. they are they're in Greece right now shooting, uh, which is really yeah, exciting. I I've been seeing it on, because I follow Nia, which, because I'm such a big fan, and <laughs> she just was posting about it. I think she's, I think they wrapped, they might have wrapped. Nope, yeah. they're still working. She posted a picture with, like, John and the girl who played Paris, her daughter, in the second movie, yeah. and we were really excited because one of our guests that we had on actually was in the second movie and was asked she was filming in the third movie so she plays nikki's wife in the second and third movie so she got to go out to greece shout out to Jeannie kaleo she was so sweet she emailed us and she's like i'm on set and i thought about you guys because we had kind of talked about her first role was on the line with lance Bass and Joey Fatone and then she got to work with him again in my big fat Greek wedding so we kind of talked about him a little bit yeah yeah it was super exciting and I was like oh she thought about us that's so (laughs) sweet 
who thinks about us <laughs> when you're in Greece with Joey Fatone? <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. And we were super excited, Gwen, that you wanted to do this this episode because it is the 20th anniversary of this movie this year. I, I think it was April yeah. that it was a, mm-hmm. when it was its true anniversary. But are you from a really big family? Not really. Not like this one. I do have like one side of my dad's side of the family is pretty big. There's a lot of kids on that side of the family. It's mostly like my, uh, my, one of my aunts had six kids and they all have almost all have kids, multiple kids now. So it's bigger on that side of the family. Mm -hmm. My dad, my mom's side of the family is much smaller. Yeah. So not, not quite like this, but like, yeah, yeah, no, (laughs) <laughs> and I don't really want one this big. <laughs> I I also love that this is another rom-com that takes place in Chicago. They filmed in Chicago and in Toronto, but the mm-hmm. story actually takes place in Chicago. And when the movie starts, you see Gus, the dad, and Tula in the car in rain in Chicago, heading to the dancing Zorba's restaurant. Mm-hmm. And it really does set the tone. <laughs> Mm-hmm. it really does <laughs> immediate like immediate like we get who the dad is <laughs> so quickly we're like oh, okay you're that guy got yeah. it got it yeah got it, got it got it he just blurts out that she looks so old it's looks t- so old. It, like it made me shiver made me <laughs> shiver and shaking in my boots i can say being from an immigrant family that it just seems to be the one thing that unites us most mm. immigrant families are just very blunt it's toxic i'm not gonna say it's healthy it's just very i say what i'm thinking and you just have to have a really thick skin about it but yeah. you know it comes from love so you don't you know feel too bad it does prepare you for the world because no one could say anything worse than what my family has already oh said. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 But is your family really large like that too? <laughs> yes. yes. I would imagine. Yeah. My grandma has, what is it? Seven siblings. And then they all oh, have wow. a bunch of siblings. So yeah, I just went to my aunt's 99th birthday, my grandma's sister and it wasn't even half of our family and it was just filled with people yeah well when Tula and her dad are in the car having a conversation about how she needs to get married because she's starting to look old he says that her job is to marry Greek boys make Greek babies and feed everyone (laughs) that is her role in life and only my I life could get be out of that car. <laughs> I wish my life could be that fucking simple. You gonna bankroll this? You want to give me a hot Greek husband? Fine, <laughs> but sure. you know, not my family. Get an education. Get a job. You can't depend on no man. And then they're like, <laughs> "Why aren't you married? Yeah, what? which is it? Because <laughs> you Pick told me not to." <laughs> I've been busy trying to get an education and then paying that off and then having a job. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. And then I just, I just wrote down rude dad. (laughs) I wrote very simple notes. (laughs) Not really. Um, And then we see this flashback of Tula growing up 
and it's like mm-hmm. kids making fun of her food because it's different than like everyone else's lunchables and pb and j it yeah. was typical for the time period in which tula yes. grew up so yes. now i see these kids being it's like celebrated to bring yeah. ethnic food and like I think the exposure is different and people you know of course white people co-opted I love ethnic food all of a sudden mm-hmm. but like when yeah. I was growing up if you know I remember I would say like oh yeah we had goat I would get slaughtered you know if you brought anything home like I had an Indian friend and she brought food people would make fun of her and say They'd like, be like oh, what's that smell yeah, yeah. it yeah. was a real thing I would bring a tuna sandwich and um, it would be <laughs> yeah before so. kids that actually had food that was not the standard yeah. food that like wasn't a fucking stupid sandwich and yogurt and milk or whatever <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what did kids eat lunchable <laughs> i never liked those i didn't either it was questionable meat i'm like yeah no. i agree i was like this looks like a countertop i don't yeah really know. danielle <laughs> slowly hides her lunchable she takes a bite (laughs) but jackie was rocking the cheese sandwich Mm. like that's what she chose to eat (laughs) every day up through until i graduated yeah i I recall those cheese sandwiches yeah i mean bread and cheese you really can't go wrong (laughs) and and miracle whip because caucasian I fucking hate yeah. Miracle Whip. I that too. shit is the worst. I it it like, has its applications. It does, and not, a cheese sandwich was one of them. It does not give me mayo or give me death. I don't want. I don't want this fucking Miracle Whip. It's a miracle they whipped that yeah, shit up. Give me real mayonnaise. Yeah, I don't even know what on everything. What is it supposed to be? Is it like? Is it? it's technically a salad dressing so it's mayo with spices what spices oh please yeah what now you're (laughs) what i'm I'm... up (laughs) what spices are are in miracle whip in miracle whip (laughs) they're salt (laughs) paprika spice and dried garlic Spice, what the fuck is that? It's just this. the ingredient. <laughs> There's no ingredient Craft called spice. It just says spice. What in the caucasity? It's is a spice. mayonnaise alternative that was developed in 1933. Jesus, I need that. She's been around for a while. I'm putting it on my list of going back in time and what needs to change. Slapping like, the shit out of the person. It's right just it. high fructose corn syrup and water and soybean oil. It's just like an alternative to like, like, but it's the way no, it still has eggs in it. So, I don't know. yeah. If you guys have an inclination <laughs> as to what purpose Miracle Whip serves, what the fuck is up with Miracle Whip? <laughs> please let us know. Please. I got half a jar in my Comment. fridge right now. <laughs> So we also learned that growing up, Tula had to go to Greek school, learn how to speak Greek and learn all of the Greek things. So now we're back in the present day. She arrives home and we see the exterior of the house. (laughs) Isn't it something? (laughs) It's 
is something. something. (laughs) So there are Greek statues everywhere. And then mad at that. No, No. like I love a a a kitschy statue garden. It's fine. And then they pan out to the the garage door, which is which is just a giant Greek flag. It's hilarious. As if they didn't know (laughs) that a Greek family lived there. And their house, the styling of their house even has like the Grecian columns on it. Mm -hmm. I think she says like they modeled after the Colosseum or (laughs) (laughs) something like that. Love it. (laughs) So extra. And we find out dad's affinity for Windex at this point. He has an affinity for Windex and spouting off very false narratives of his nationalism for Greece. At one point, he spouts off that the Greeks invented or pottery pottery and created anatomy and i was like bitch <laughs> you yeah. know that the ancient greeks were moseying on over to egypt learning what they could come back and i know it was like a rule that they weren't allowed to bring outside ideas so i understand the co-op to an extent but no i remember but i got no. in a, i got in a fight with one of our english teachers in high school because oh, i was good for you she was Go spouting off about like Greeks started everything and they were the, the no, beginning dude. of civilization and no. all this other shit. And I was like, bitch, what? She was all not those happy history with me. classes that were sus. Yeah. Know? Nobody really knew. What what teacher was this? I forgot her name. Okay. But if I yes. see that bitch on the street, she can <laughs> You better take back that history lesson. It's wrong. She was an English teacher and was still fucking up. <laughs> Yeah, and then yeah. he also likes to point out the derivatives of Greek words or, or English words that are derived from Greek, like etymono. <laughs> etymology. He's just doing etymology, yeah, and I mean, is. so many words in the English language do come from Greek, but That's not weird. everything. Like it's ridiculous. No, it's very funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's so dumb. Ron and I started playing a drinking game at the at this point in the movie where we decided every time they say Windex and every time they say Opa. Ooh, Ooh. I love that. Windex wasn't. We weren't sure if it was going to be enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were playing play ahead, and then halfway through the movie, we're like, "I'm done with the drinking game. I don't want to drink anymore." <laughs> Anyway, so every time I every time Windex happened, I wrote down Windex in all caps. <laughs> and he fully believes that Windex is the cure for everything. I wonder if that was based on a real so thing or what. I have to believe so because when she said she was be. writing the script, she literally just was writing down with her what her family was saying. Yeah, and it may be like an exaggerated version, obviously. Yeah. but like it, that was so interesting to me that like that was probably a real some something just, someone said. Just an old um, man carrying around a really bottle of Windex. Windex. <laughs> also, did Windex love that free marketing or what? Yeah, I they, know. Right? Or did they get a deal? Like, what is that? Because they brought it back for the second movie, and I'm sure it'll be a part of the third movie. And even though, unfortunately, sure. Michael Constantine, the actor who plays Gus, yeah, has passed away. No longer. Yeah. But he did come out of retirement to play this role, which I thought was Aww. really sweet. Um, but you know every culture has something in the black community we believe that tea and ginger ale will will take away all of your ailments you will be healed together 
separated separated (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. that's very valid I believe it (laughs) that and Robitussin oh yeah as Chris Rock would say pour some tussin on it pour some tussin on it yeah (laughs) I'm all about ginger ale all about it Verner's specifically (laughs) that's some good shit that's some good shit right there yeah <laughs> yeah. We see that Tula, she works at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. The family like owns multiple businesses, which I love. And and many immigrant families do that. They come together and they purchase or they'll work together and continue to grow so that everyone has like a place to work. And I do love that that spirit about things. Yeah. And we also too. see that she has an older sister and a younger brother. Her older sister is Athena. Her younger brother is Nico. And younger brother, like in the same breath, dad will be like, you're old, you need a husband. And then he'll turn to the brother and be like, take your time. <laughs> Finding a way. I, lo- I wrote down that I loved that, that the commentary on that. That is so, so still, <laughs> still a thing. He would be like, women, you need to get, you need to do this and this timeline and do this and this. And then men, they're like, ah, enjoy your life. Do whatever you want. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, I'm so glad it was, it's, you know, the fact that that was pointed out was. Absolutely. A lot of misogyny going on there, Mm -hmm. but I do love how the dad isn't always the most supportive for all of his kids, but he is very like affectionate and loving to all of them, especially Mm -hmm. like to see that affectionate manner that he has with his son. You don't really see that a lot in media, which is really sweet. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, that is really sweet. And Nico definitely cares. Yes. Yeah. He, he loves his, he just, he only knows one way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And and Nico is a very talented artist. He keeps like showing dad, like these drawings of like new menu ideas. And dad's just like, what is that? Probably (laughs) because dad's perception is like, art is like a, a woman's pat, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's not a man's craft it's not masculine and it's and, and it's not just it's not sustainable like yeah. there's that whole thing yeah yeah we never resolve that do we no um, uh, well he goes yes. to art school oh he goes to school that's right he does anyway. he, he goes to and i think they use end up using his menus and then oh, i missed it and the other movie you see him like oh, painting and, uh, and stuff oh good which i got in trouble because i shouldn't have seen the second movie after right in the same time frame because i will mix things up but i i think i'll get okay. confused i'll be okay yeah. i'll be okay we'll see we'll see how yeah. i do hmm. so yes tula works in the family restaurant she is 30 we kind of get introduced to the extended family lots of aunties lots of cousins everyone's up in everyone's business Nikki all and the her time. big hair oh I love Nikki and she says jag off which <laughs> <me less. laughs> he says a jag off I forget I was like but oh that's a funny way we used to say that yeah <laughs> and we we meet Nia's aunt and uncle what what is Tiki is what she calls the husband what's the husband's name let me see oh um, Taki and yeah. Aunt Vula, who is my fa- absolute oh, favorite she's... character. Oh, God. Andrea Martin, like, so funny. I, I don't think a lot of people know how, what a comedic genius she is. Mm-hmm. And maybe a lot of people's first introductions to her as an actress was probably this movie. Mm-hmm. But for Nia Verdales, 
casting this role like she already in her mind knew that she wanted to have Andrea Martin in in the role she's she's not Greek but she just knew she wanted to have her in it because I believe it was in the Chicago troupe that Nia was in as well so she was really happy that she got her in the movie she's really really great oh so Tula brings home she sees this flyer about travel agency computer classes well, she, she sees the school thing first. And then while she's at school, she does see the travel agent class as well. So she wants yeah. to take a computer class first. Because so she's like, always been very good at computers. Yes. I think I blinked at some point during this because then I like, <laughs> she looked at the brochure and I was like, wait, I didn't catch what that brochure was. Wait, did I, was I not paying attention? <laughs> I was like, what's the brochure? Stop. Anyway, I just needed to say that because I felt really stupid. I was like, I missed a plot point. <laughs> Yeah, she wants to go to school. She yeah. So what happens is she's like looking in the mirror, she's seeing herself and she's hearing all the things that everyone in her family is kind of doubting her and pushing her. And one of my favorite things about this movie in comparison to so many other rom-coms, we always get like a makeover scene, but the makeover scenes are always external to internal, right? Like yes. it's always someone, someone else. else doing the makeover. Right. But for her in this movie, this was her idea of self-improvement. This mm-hmm. She wasn't trying to attain some, some goal. Of, she just wanted to make herself look better. She just like cared about herself. She started caring more about herself because she was doing something she was passionate about. And that fueled her self-confidence so much. And because Ron was like, she's so confident all of a sudden. I was like, well, she mm-hmm. got to take these computer classes, which is something she was excited about doing and not self-care. And so that like just snowballs into more self-care and self-love. And it was all really nice. It was amazing. And it wasn't, the catalyst wasn't the man, you know, no. like no. the catalyst was, she took the classes, like you said, and it, you know, and fighting that barrier for her of her parents was huge, mm-hmm. you know, and getting them to agree. And so I think that just, that really resonated with me. I really, I, I like that. I don't think people talk yeah. about that enough with this I movie. Agree. Yeah. So what is I, what, what how did dad it? say? Can we talk about Ian yet? I, <laughs> Ian Miller. Ian. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> Ian Miller. <laughs> Yes. So he comes into the restaurant when Tula is working to have lunch with his best friend, who is actually played by Nia Vardellis's husband at the time. Ian Gomez is his name. So Ian was named after him. Who, by the way, if you watch Felicity in the 2000s, late 90s, then you would know him as his character, Javier. So... And I know him from Cougar Town. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I I forgot about Cougar Town. I love Cougar Town. That is a slept on show. It's so good. They just named it poorly. They should have. They did. And they made jokes about it. Like later, they were like the very poorly named Cougar Town. (laughs) It's evolved into something else. Yeah, it's so good. Anyway, getting back to it. This is prior to Makeover, right? Yeah. It is. So, so yeah. like, she catches Ian's eye even before the self, self-discovery self yeah. happens. And it's um, because, like, she makes it, like, she's funny. He laughs at her joke. Yes. yes. Which I love. It was so cute. I, I even joked, I wrote down, 
right after he laughs at her joke and she walks away i was like what if he said what if he just said i bet i could make her over and make her prom queen (laughs) (laughs) because that's what you expect yes we're so used to being like hey you know what i think i could do (laughs) i'm gonna make her hot and take her to prom But he didn't do that. And we he are so didn't. Bad. And he no, could have taken her to prom because he does work at, he's a teacher. He, works yeah, he is a teacher. That's right. It yeah. could have easily turned into adult. <laughs> she's, uh, all she's all that. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, if, ready for it. No, if no. you haven't listened to that episode, you need to go back and listen. <gasps> that's right. Because I was on that. That's our very <laughs> first episode with Gwen. I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> It's just, you know, it's a trope that you've <laughs> So oh self-promotion. <laughs> and by the way, I was on the She's All That episode. If you haven't listened to She's All That by No More Late Fees, that's, a, that's, your, that's your song title. <laughs> anyway. So we see Tula is now taking, like doing her hair. She gets contact. She starts wearing makeup. She, she's her own independent woman, has the confidence. She goes in and she kind of, her mom knows how to work her dad. So she's like, Hey, and she's sitting with her mom and her auntie. (laughs) This is my favorite line. (laughs) And And you know, what's so great is that this line, I think actually came from her mother in real life. Of so. course it did. It's so good. <laughs> so Tula approaches her dad about going to college and or taking these classes at school. And her dad is like, absolutely not. You need to get focused on getting married and, and having babies and blah, blah, blah. So apparently education, even though I believe education is a huge thing in Greek culture, but okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so she's crying. Obviously her mother doesn't want to see her sad. And she's like, don't worry, I'll take care of this. And she was like, you know, dad's not going to let me go. And she was, she was saying that like, dad is like the head of the household. Like if he says no to something, it's He's the not head of her, the neck. Right. Like She's like, let me tell you, <laughs> he may be the head, but I, w- women, we are the neck and we moved ahead where we like it to go. And that's <laughs> <laughs> so, so good. She, and then she pulls, and this must, again, like I, I don't know, like Jewish moms, Greek moms, Jamaican moms. Well, my grandma doesn't, my mom doesn't do guilt stuff, but like the guilt that they're able to use as a weapon, Mm -hmm. she like lays it on him and makes like backs him up into a corner and she's like, oh, so I'm not good enough because I just, I'm not smart now. Like she just like completely- And he knows he's in shit. He knows he has no choice at this point that he's going to have to cave in because now yep. she's mad. And the way she walks out of the room after this, like, it seems like it's an argument and like she's really upset. And then she just walks <laughs> away. <laughs> she's just smiling. I, I just love it. Love it. Love it. It's love really, it. It was really good. <laughs> also, there, there's a part where Tula says, I got all A's in computers, which is a line you don't hear anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was, I was like, wow, that's right. We We used to have to take computers and computers. It is really funny. Like how the entire family pretty much doesn't even understand. It feels like this foreign thing. And so it it does remind you that you are watching a movie in 2002 and that 
this is not like we haven't been taken over by smartphones and laptops and all that other stuff. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah, it was wild. So after Tula is allowed to go and take her computer classes, she takes a seminar on computers for travel. Mm -hmm. And so her aunt happens to run a travel agency, own a travel agency. So she's like, would you hire me if I, if I took this class? And her aunt's like, absolutely. (laughs) They have to formulate a plan to get dad to let her go work at the travel agency and not at the restaurant. And so this is where my favorite line comes. This is where my favorite line comes. What is is your favorite line? Where she goes, where they're at the restaurants and they're like, they're like, wait, they had sort of talked about what the plan was. They were going to (laughs) convince the dad. And she goes, oh, how is business at the travel agency? And she kind of realized, oh yeah. And she goes, Oh, woe to me. (laughs) And it's just so good. (laughs) She's like, it's really bad. (laughs) No, no, my business. It's so hard. Yeah. And it Um, works. It works. I love that the mom is like, Maria's like, bitch, that's not what I told you to say. (laughs) You're going to Elaine it on two things. Now Gus is like, wait a minute business isn't good and then she's like oh well no it's really bad uh I can't be with my husband at the dry cleaners and you know the whole scheme is that pretty much no one else knows how to use the computers and so they switch things around with the family so that Nikki Nikki goes to the the, Angelo Angelo goes to the dry cleaner and the mom goes to the dry cleaner so Tula can go work at the the travel agency. The travel and agency. And she's got it down. <laughs> and she's got it down packed. She is yeah. twirling. She is filing. She is calling. And you know, yeah. she's she's killing it in the travel agent business. Living and she looks up and sees Ian walk by one day and he sees her. And she was looking at him and he was looking at her. (laughs) So intense. The the very first time, like she, she's terrified. She hides behind the water. She does. And he's like looking for her and he can see and he's like, okay. But the second time when he sees her, she's like really in her, he's watching her and she's obviously just, there's like a light shining through her pretty much because she's mm-hmm. just so happy and mm-hmm. confident in what she's doing. And he's trying to like get her attention while she's on the call. And when he does that thing, I don't know, I, that stupid thing that people do when they're pretending they're that they're down walking the downstairs, but he walks into a grandma and she knocks the she shit out him of up. him. Which is a perfect, the perfect like relief from that stupid stairs bit. Yeah. yeah. But I love that he gets embarrassed with that. And then when he comes in to talk to her, she doesn't re- remember she has her headset in. So she tries to walk away and gets yanked. Like I've never known a headset to have that much strength to yank me back like that. But she gets yanked and falls on the floor. Comedy. Yeah. And so then later she kind of makes fun of him because he has like a little bruise on his nose from getting hit from the lady because he doesn't think she saw it. But I do love that in this scene, when she falls down, her mom came to set that day and they put like a mattress there so when she fell she'd be okay but her mom didn't know there was a mattress there and so she is like she 
yelled like cut like what the fuck is happening like, <laughs> oh no it's gonna get hurt oh, it's fine so. oh that's so funny <laughs> that is really funny so he asked her out um and she says yes and she so says now, yes immediately and so confidently she's yes. like yeah let's go and so they they go on a date. They go to dinner. And she pulls out her best little black dress and she looks beautiful. And he's got the hair of Jesus flowing. And it's just mm-hmm. wonderful, the two of them. It's a very sweet little scene. It is. It is. Um, and they get along great. She finds out he's a vegetarian teacher. But she doesn't say much about herself and he no. is crying, which I do love because how many dates have you gone on and a guy is just like all about himself? I mean, you two, you two married heifers don't know, but ladies, audience, you know, that dating scene. You know enough it's, about men generally. Yeah, that's true. But you guys but, have found men that love you and like you. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about this shitty dating scene when you go out and the oh, guys yeah. don't want to ask you shit about yourself or you're texting back and forth and you're carrying the conversation because they don't know how to have a conversation. I apologize. I don't hate on No, this friends, is a very but... valid rant. <laughs> yeah, and it's important. And it was good that we had a representation of somebody that was not awful. In this yes. Movie. Yes. He wants he does a lot of wonderful things. He's amazing. A lot of things you don't uh, that I wasn't expecting him to say. (laughs) Because I'm used to like hearing about you know all the horror stories of dudes. Yeah, and he's like, I don't remember from girl, but oh, that that part was so sweet. Like he, it clicks for him that you're talking about. (laughs) He he asks her if she wants to go to get Greek food because he's like really proud of himself that he knows this restaurant and that's when she says that that's the restaurant her family owns and then it clicks for him that he's met her before and she's super embarrassed yeah she's like I was going through a phase and and he's like I'm not gonna allow you to beat yourself up like this yeah and I he actually reminds me of Ron in a lot of ways it actually during the movie I was like you like you're a ground he's a grounding force for her no but I do think it actually makes me a little sad because obviously it's one of the reasons why it took her so long to write the second movie was the fact that for her and her writing process she writes what she knows mm-hmm. and so she wasn't able to really write an experience about having like a teenage daughter because she hadn't really experienced that by the time this movie ended her real life daughter was only six so she didn't know that teenage life but they did end up adopting a daughter who was older and that's when she was able like at that point is when she was able to write the second movie but I say this because the relationship that she has with Ian in this movie definitely must stem from her relationship with her real life Ian and their love match and their dating and that makes me think Ian Gomez tip your hat off to him for being an amazing dude so yeah yeah I love that so now she has to cover the fact that she's dating because she's dating outside of her religion and her, her ethnicity. Yeah. Yes, which is a huge problem for her family. And so she just tells her mom she's taking a pottery class. <laughs> and they believe it. Yeah, and they're they, like, okay. They do. They go for a walk. And again, he's asking more about her family. And she just learns for so long to be kind of embarrassed and ashamed of her family because 
And this goes to that whole, I think, immigration assimilation kind of feeling that happens when you're first generation and you want to fit in with your, the, you know, American experience and you see like your friends and they're not having the same experience that you're having with your family who is extremely intrusive and loud and colorful and vibrant. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there's so many, there's so many, because he even talks about like, she asked him if he has like cousins and stuff like that. And he's like, no, not really. It's it's that nuclear family situation. And she's like, I've got like 26 first cousins and he on the other on the flip side though he sees her family and her culture and her experience and he's so he admires it and Mm -hmm. I don't think she's experienced that admiration before from you know the Caucasian people that she's interacted with which is very also very interesting because I think when we think of whiteness you, you know, her being Greek, you, you would say she's Caucasian, but eth- ethnically, she's really not, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I like that, that he is at- admiring her family while she is like their terrors on society. I, I love how she describes her family as loud breeding Greek eaters. <laughs> <laughs> This is really good. <laughs> I, I realized that I very much like this movie. <laughs> I do too. It's I so feel good. very passionately about this movie for some reason. And yeah. so we kind of see, it's not exactly a montage. It's not set to music or anything, but it's like these little clips of like her going to pottery class and then them out on dates and then making out in the car and then her going back into the house and then like she's very happy when she's at home she's like walking into rooms singing and so she's just uh, and her mom makes a comment she's like every time I see you you have this giant smile on your face and you're so happy and that pottery class must be wonderful and Tula's like yes (laughs) it's great yeah that's right the pottery class (laughs) I forgot that's about that what now. we're calling him yeah. <laughs> but, but they get caught the they, the family network somebody catches them together yeah. out and so Nikki comes to the travel agency to give to give her a heads up like yeah at least she gets a heads up yeah y'all have been caught and then the next scene we see <laughs> she's like a little kid in trouble yeah. at the yeah. table, and it's, it's not so crazy she's just like so she's, small she's not in there like it's Gus and Ian in a room with the door closed while the women are like outside with her brother instead of her like with her dad having that conversation which puts Ian in this like what the fuck is happening why Why am I getting lectured by this old Greek man she's 30 years old (laughs) (laughs) what and the dad's like, how dare you date my daughter without like meeting yeah, us? I Which love this part. It's like, <laughs> traditionally, I get it. In like a yeah. lot of cultures, yeah. you're supposed That's to have the respect. Important of, to a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, to meet the family. And so Ian's like, well, he's like, you should ask okay. if you could have dated me, dated her. And he's like, oh, can I? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> the way he says it. He's like, okay, may I please date your daughter? No. <laughs> <laughs> Of course not. Why would you ask me that? Except ask me that next time. You know, like it's so, how dare you ask me? Except I need you to ask me. He leaves, he kisses Nia and he's like, 
I'll see you later. I'll see you soon. Something shitty to Nia here. It's like the yeah, first sort of like shitty him, she, Yeah, she tells her to end this. That's what yes. she says you after end he it. leaves. And like, Tula says, I love him. And then she's like, eat something. Fuck you, dad. Mom, too. <laughs> I, was mad. I was so mad at both of them. Well, but and then- you were drunk with the opas in the window. <laughs> yeah, it was only how many Windexes up to that point? One, <laughs> two, three. I'm losing track. I don't know. I think there's only like three. Okay. At this point, oh. though, like they don't really care because Ian has her meet his parents mm-hmm. and that dinner is that very interesting. It's so interesting. <laughs> the, the amount of aggressions. Yeah. So I was like, whoa. Yeah. It's- Recognizing that in a different way than I did in my youth for yeah. sure. Because I've learned so much about that. They're like, oh, we knew another Greek woman once, didn't we? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, she was Colombian or something. She was from Guatemala. Guatemala. Yeah. (laughs) It was like, fuck, they're so boring and so quiet. It was really so waspy. So waspy. So after that meeting of ian's parents ian's like you want to go back to my place and he doesn't he doesn't do this he doesn't ask her if he wants she wants to go back to he fucking pulls up to his apartment apartment and she's like where are we and he's like we're at my place like bitch we about to get this in i'm done with this shit (laughs) you like me i like you our parents are both crazy let's do this So mm-hmm. they're at Ian's apartment. Is it another Ian's apartment scene where he proposes? Yeah, it's there's like so okay. a little bit of time goes yes. by and I don't remember what happens. So but this, like, yeah, they're at their apartment, like sort of right, his apartment sort of regularly yeah. at this point. They fast yeah, forward this, pretty quick. In this they scene, did. they have sex for the first time. And yeah, I think we she get jumps him. on him really awkwardly. She yeah. like, yeah. It's like, like a little too devour committed. him. Yeah, it's pretty. It's kind of, it was, I was like, okay, a little much, but I, I forgive him. so yes they have sex for the first time after meeting the waspy parents and then somehow they show time has passed and she's spending more time in ian's apartment and they're kind of laying in bed together and he proposes and has the ring like under the tucked under the bed i liked this proposal it was was super super simple it was really in the moment and it was yes a big thing and we loved that but like while this is happening like while they're continuing to date gus has these random nasty looking greek guys come over for dinner yes to like try to get creepy old guys (laughs) like they're all creepy and like it, like why not get me a, a really hot, greek guys are usually hot so what, what what's going on what's going on where's here? john stamos what is this, <laughs> what is whose taste is this dad's yeah right. yeah so that's all happening and gus thinks he's getting somewhere with that and then she comes home and she's like you know we're getting married and then gus is even more upset that he didn't ask for permission to marry yeah. her like well, we knew what you were going to say. Yeah. So. And, and it's at this point that mom kind of puts dad in his place and is like, you it's need like, to stop enough. this. This yeah. is enough. And he's like, how could she do this to me? And she's like, <laughs> she didn't do this to anyone. They fell in love. Like, 
what the fuck man yeah i just realized we have not talked about grandma up until this point <laughs> chaotic, grandma. chaotic grandma is so funny i love chaotic grandma yeah like so towards the beginning of the movie grandma moves in with them grandma is always looking to escape yeah. <laughs> well she experienced the greek and turkish war and yes. so she she she's also seeming like she's a touch of dementia and not mm-hmm. re- really knowing who everybody quite is and so she thinks everyone is a turk and she's running away mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it's a like they bring her home in like a wagon <laughs> one time they have sprinklers they let the set. kids chase her around the yard which yeah. is kind of terrible <laughs> funny though they like have the sprinkler set that if she walks outside they go on to make her go back inside (laughs) it's just chaotic grandma and i love her and i wanted that to be my background but there wasn't a very good picture of chaotic grandma she didn't get enough screen she didn't i I really loved her if you want more chaotic grandma you should definitely check out the second movie yeah So they, now they're in full wedding preparations. They have to get married in a Greek Orthodox church, which means Ian has to be baptized. Poor Ian's like in this inflatable kiddie pool <laughs> which, full of oil. I know. What I, what I love about this is that like, you know, she's feeling anxious because she's always pleased her parents and, mm-hmm. and she's never like, she has been doing so much stuff to go against her parents or you know, challenging them and trying to live her, her own life. And it's like, you know, when you have immigrant parents, they, I don't know if they say it in this movie or not, but that you move, you you do this huge thing, you make all these sacrifices so that they get this experience, but then you don't want them to like actually live this life Mm -hmm. that you've worked so hard for them to build. Mm -hmm. And she's so ingrained with her family. Family is so important to her. And she loves Ian, but she has this immense guilt and feels so bad because she does know the sacrifices her parents have made for her to be able to live in America and have a better life. Mm -hmm. So she does say to Ian, like, look, I just, I I feel so bad because my dad looks so sad and it will mean a lot for them if I'm married in the Greek Orthodox church. At first she's like, let's elope. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, she's she so stressed out school yes <laughs> which make I, out at school which okay I was surprised that she did that and like that he was okay with it because I don't like bitch I'm at work what are we doing right now but he was very loving and he's like look I don't have any connections to my fake Christianity or my I don't I just, he doesn't look like he goes to church or anything like that no so, just the country club yeah yes <laughs> so he's totally okay with converting and so that they can have it at the church. So her parents will kind of like take it down a few notches, which yeah. I think is sweet. And this also what was really sweet was, you know, her like sort of looking at him getting baptized, going like at some point he's going to realize I'm not worth all this. And yeah. then her little brother goes, you are, you are worth all this. Oh, yes. Really, the I relationship between so those two. Those I, two are adorable. Yes. And that actor, I love him too. He was so great. He, I, if I might be wrong, but I believe he was in the running to be Joey. If I'm friends. I'm friends. Oh, and I also friends. love when she's like having her freak out in the school she she asks him why do you love me like because she's not feeling worthy of his love and his compassion and his understanding about 
her crazy family. Mm -hmm. And he said, I came alive when I met you. And I was like, that's like (gasps) the sweetest thing that anyone has ever said ever. Yeah. There's a lot of sweetness in this. There is. And he does say, I'll do anything it takes for them to accept me. Oh my God. So Mm -hmm. he goes to the restaurant dad's talking to Ian this is when they decide to that he's gonna get baptized and then he like sits up and he's like I'm Greek now like he's like so happy can we talk about how cousin Nikki is his godmother and that she's responsible for greasing him up and she looks like she's having way too much fun doing that I love it I love cousin Nikki yeah I do too and I think she appreciates that Tula's gone rogue because up until this point, she was probably the black sheep. And then yes. she's like, oh, look, partner yeah. in crime. <laughs> and they, they, she wasn't overplayed. She wasn't no. overdone. It was really, I really liked that she was, she's an over the top character in, itself, in like some ways, but they didn't like beat it with a dead, what is that? Beat a dead horse. Not with a dead horse. <laughs> Just beating a dead horse. I, a dead horse. <laughs> I think all the characters are very similar in that way. Like they're all over the top, but they're contained. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like they're caricatures. Still real. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. I did they look it up. Don't make too much of a meal out of stuff. Yeah. After they're baptized, then they go they to the restaurant the, yeah. for the celebration and like everyone getting to, oh no, it's Easter. Right. No, they no, do the, they have to meet the parents, his parents. His first. parents come over for a quiet dinner, which is the That's whole family, right? right? <laughs> and they all go, Oh my god, you're engaged. We never thought it would happen. Never, never, <laughs> never, 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 never. And this is one of my favorite scenes because Nick's mom brings a bunt, a bunt, yeah, a bunt a cake. And like bunt. she gets really aggressive about the presentation yeah. of bunt cake. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Not that and, and then she's like oh okay <laughs> and then and she's like why is there a hole in the game <laughs> there's a hole in it <laughs> so in the scene behind me is when she oh. where she puts she a flower, flower and then someone in the background goes she fixed it, <laughs> she fixed it. and i love like how his parents are having absolute culture culture shock and they are like bringing them food in their face and and all sorts of stuff and they're but then they just start drinking that and she's like oh licorice but like they never because they're polite wasps they never say no and so uh, yeah (laughs) and then they're just like fucking hammered <laughs> i was very uncomfortable when they did the drunk like sort of vision i was like yeah. i didn't sign up for this i don't want to yeah. feel drunk right now stop it stop it i'm dizzy um oh there's a scene earlier where they're having the discussion about having ian's parents over and they're in the kitchen and the grandma uh, tula's mom walks by her grandson and like spits on his head for good oh, luck yeah. <laughs> and so like you just get it and like everyone is just like yeah that's that's what, we that's do, what happens know? yeah I do I do love that when Easter comes around because it's like a huge celebration there at the restaurant yeah yeah how like the entire family just swarms because that I think the Easter scene does happen before they meet the parents mm-hmm. 
I think um, you're right. I think I might've gotten that switch. I was just looking at my notes going, I don't know when that actually. Yeah. Happened. The Easter scene does happen first right. because it's, there's they just so swarm. many groups of people. Yeah. Yeah. They, they swarm Ian and That's they right. totally push, like they push Tula all the way to the back. She is yeah. a spectator and they are just like eating this man up. Oh 100%. yeah. You're right. Because I wrote down Joey Fatone, not as good here. He does <laughs> boy band, he does boy band style Greek dancing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and that's and that's when I say no, we never thought it would happen. Yeah, you're yeah. 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 Okay. And then also at the party where they meet the parents, mm-hmm. Nico is kind of initiating Ian into the family. And so Ian's trying really hard. He's like, How do I say this? How do I say that? And Nico is telling him say shit like I got three testicles and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. Does he I don't know. Does parents are so awesome. the first time they meet him when they're at the Easter dinner, they yeah. threaten him. So Nick, Nick's. Uh, oh yeah, they're Nico's, like, we'll kill you. We'll kill you. Yeah, and then they continue that. Like um, I have a gun. And like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. whoa, whoa. <laughs> Which I love because I think every That's male funny. family member should do that. In my family, it's my female members that do that. Mostly my younger sisters. I've had both oh, my I, younger. I sisters. like that. That. Uh, yeah, they're scary. Uh, my little yeah, sister is totally. small, but she's scary. Small, but my yeah. yeah. We have to reel her in sometimes. Like Rena, you don't have to go that hard. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. We forgot the best part of the meeting the parents party where the aunt is talking to them about her babopsy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Her neck twin, the neck twin babopsy. And then they say Opa five times after that. <laughs> and that's when Gwen stopped taking notes. That's when I was like, I'm out of wine. And I'm not I would like to give a huge shout out to my high school friend, Maria, for really inviting me to some of her family functions in high school because she was Greek. Oh, Just FYI, the technical term for what Aunt Vula is describing is oh. a teratoma. Oh. <laughs> because I know it's weird not a shit. <laughs> <laughs> they so found cute. teeth in a spinal column. Oh, <laughs> oh to me. <laughs> So we also, in one of these scenes, uh, somewhere in here, yeah, somewhere in here, Nikki comes in is like, Hey, remember that fabric? Someone made earrings. Oh, by the way, here are the dresses. And she pulls them out and they're like, they remind me of the dresses that everyone wears at Shelby's wedding in Steel Magnolias. That's a great wedding movie too. I forgot about that one. Like it just, it's very form-fitting, lots of boobs, (laughs) butt bows, lots of tool. It's a look. And tool is just like, what the fuck uh, i did not upgrade it yes. i remember i remember my mom like loving that part she thought that was so that dress was so funny oh it was so so funny the bridesmaid dresses oh my god it was like her favorite like i just remember her going on about that how funny that scene was to her at the time and tool is just kind of like 
It's very simple. Whatever. Like, she doesn't choose her wedding dress. She doesn't choose her she invitations. She really care enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> she chose the man, and that's uh, all that yeah, matters. That's right. And I like, she I, get I like hitched. that. Yeah, like, she's, she's not about she, control. She's like, the invitations, mom's like, oh, yeah, I ordered those two weeks ago. And they just have the Greek flag on the front. And they misspell Ian's mom's name. (laughs) I love that. I forgot the dad's name, but it was Harry. Yeah, it's like Brad and Harriet instead of Harriet. There's a reference (laughs) later on at the actual wedding when they're going to dance and the dad says, come "Come on, Harry. Harry. And I I thought that was super cute. And I'm like, oh, look at the parents parents being with it all of a sudden. Okay. (laughs) One of the other things that we missed at the Easter dinner that is one of my favorite lines is Mm -hmm. when... Ian tells the family he's a vegetarian. Vegetarian. And uh, Bula's like, it's okay, I make lamb. And then she's <laughs> like, like, doesn't understand that whatever that is. Which I think is interesting because in, in Greek culture, yes, I, I feel like they, they do eat a lot of like veggies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's not. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It yeah. It seemed weird and to me, but. She, and she, grilling cheese and cheeses. Yeah. yeah. Protein. <laughs> yes. I also really quickly just, this is between both of those things, but the book that Nikki made, the wedding planning book <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that Nikki made, it's like, like super huge and like covered in like, I don't know. Lace. <laughs> like, like it's something. It's almost like hula skirt grass. Yeah. But it's so, it's so 90s it's though. Like so my, 90s. my godmother had something like that for her wedding album book. And it, yeah. it, it is, it was very in style at the time. Yeah. Okay. In, well, in certain circles. It was sure. like so, it was so like overwhelmingly like extra. <laughs> it reminds and me. I just love that. It reminds me of an episode of Veronica Mars where she's like mm-hmm. pretending that her and this other character, Logan, are like looking for a wedding venue and she does pull out a very similar book. So oh. I just thought that was cool. And Monica on Friends has her wedding binder. Yeah. Wedding scenario A. <laughs> <laughs> I watch too much Friends. And so at one point, like dad is like trying to to do his best to be happy but you can tell there's like an air of sadness about him and so Tula goes to her mom and she's like is my wedding killing dad and his her mom's like no he just wants you to be happy but you have to understand like we went through this war Mm -hmm. and we moved here to give you a better life and like this is just a lot of change for him all at once and so and then grandma comes in and like shows her kind of old pictures and then pulls out, I guess, uh, I'm assuming her he- wedding headdresses. Mm, this really scene cute. like made me cry a little bit because it was just so such a sweet moment between, mm-hmm. you know, like the women in the family and, you know, grandma doesn't say much, but it, it like grounds her as a character in this scene yeah. and it's super yeah. sweet. Yeah, that's really, it's really cute. And then we see the headpiece that uh, Tula is meant to wear. And it's like (laughs) this giant ass. It reminds me of Celine Dion's headpiece from when she got married that weighed like seven pounds. Oh, yeah. That was a while ago, too. Yeah, Yeah. it was. (laughs) Wow. To to Renee. 
<laughs> that yeah. whole relationship was fucking so creepy and so, not right. Yeah, not right. Is. Yeah. Not love is not love with that situation. No, no it was no. Yeah. And then we see it's the wedding day and they're panning over all of these gifts that are there. Did y'all notice that one of the gifts was a bassinet? <laughs> no. It is a full-on bassinet where, like, just, like, the the handle of it is, like, wrapped in wrapping paper. That's funny. I was like, oh, we're we jumping right in. Like, that's, we're, we're surpassing kids It is gadgets. very on-brand for that family. Yeah. yeah. It is. But that's it what's very expected. much matches. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, we, that's what happens, too. Must be nice. <laughs> well, we don't talk about how, like, Athena, her older sister, has three sons is also pregnant in this movie. And by the time we get to the second yeah. movie, she has another, she has five kids. So yeah, like she is doing what is expected of her. She yeah. also nags the hell out of her husband as seen mm-hmm. at the Easter dinner, which is hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Tula wakes up to a zit, zit. Right which is my background. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I wrote. Yes. And then immediately followed by Windex. Because- yes. <laughs> What did you just put the Windex? <laughs> and then she's like, it's just a mosquito bite. And everyone else is like, that's is it. <laughs> I love how the whole house is just filled with all the women. So- and that Nico and the dad are, are there and they get yelled at. Of course, Nico has the Polaroid to take pictures of everybody in their, you know, pre-wedding glory. So uh-huh. they all want to beat him up. And mom is having this conversation with Tula about how there are lambs lambs in the kitchen, but tigers in the bedroom while Vula is plucking mom's chin hairs. (laughs) She's like, last one, last one, last one. Ew, please let the beat down at your (laughs) Such a Uh, good line. That line is directly from her mother in real life. Oh, I believe it. (laughs) She said she threw up and then wrote it down. (laughs) That's great. That's great. So now they put the dress on her. The photographer's there. There's a million hands. She's ready. She says, I look like a snow beast. Because it's just, the dress is a lot. It is. Oh my God. There's pearls and lace (laughs) and bows. It, yeah she's it's taking up space in that dress for she, sure. is. she is a presence <laughs> and she has so many bridesmaids this part cracks me up they go 17, two by two like yeah. they're getting on to noah's art down yeah. the aisle <laughs> i laugh at this because like i was in my godmother's wedding when i was younger and she had a lot of, of bridesmaids too and i just <laughs> like saw I was at my grandma's house and I found pictures from that wedding and it was just like a line of peach just peach wow. dresses oh wow um, I am Pama. <laughs> I am Pama. <laughs> yeah it was a great wedding 
Hey, I'm Blake. And I'm Dave. And we're the co-hosts of First Prize Films. It's a comedy podcast where we take two films of the same genre, separated by at least a decade, and battle them to the death. Metaphorically. Nope, literally. God. So if you want to hear two dickheads talk about genre movies, and hopefully give you a couple laughs, then search First Prize Films on your favorite podcast platform. Or find us on social media at First Prize Pod. We also stream every week on Twitch. Swing by, chat movies, and tell us how fucking dumb we are. Because we're pretty dumb. <laughs> See ya! Bye ya! So while Tula is walking down the aisle, everyone's spitting on her because that's what that's how you do. Mm-hmm. And nobody on the, <laughs> nobody on the inside was filled in on how this wedding works at all. No, were, not at us. all. I do love that in the second movie when there's another wedding, Ian's mom is extremely excited to do the spit because she's like, I've been oh, waiting forever to do this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. And all of the people in the bride side at the wedding are all members of Nia Vardalis's family, which really? I also love. Yeah. yeah. I love that too. I didn't know. <laughs> it was, when I was going, who are these people I haven't seen yet? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted to make the family look huge, but that's like, re- there are really people. Yeah, they're, they're really her family members. Like <laughs> Nia is the cutest. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and it's. Her so cute that they're like having this little conversation and having this moment at when they're getting married because everything's in greek so he has no idea when it's ending or what it and so she's like i'm saying nobody filled him in on like (laughs) she's like now we're walking he's like okay (laughs) (laughs) like i get it it's a comedy but like also i was like oh it's it's like i would just be fooling everyone and here's the process is what yeah they say this is mean like anyway but he just seems so so happy anyways yeah he doesn't care yeah And, and then she's like, this is it. We're married. And, you know, he's super excited. And the next Aww. scene we see them in the limo, like everyone's throwing rice and they get into when the she limo. Fakes, ta- fake takes off her makeup. She's like, hang on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is this better? <laughs> what was she supposed to do? Really remove makeup? Yeah. Just rub she's and like, just have like streaks. <laughs> All done. Well, phew. <laughs> but this is... <laughs> Yeah, this scene is where she can kind of like, okay, I did what they they needed me to do. Yes. Now to like kind of shed some layers here, <laughs> wipe off all this excess makeup, like let my hair down a little bit, look yeah. feel a little bit more like me for the reception. I just how realistic is it though that you could just like be ripping things off a wedding dress without really ripping the wedding dress completely? Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's it was, not- a, it was, she was really yanking at that shit. Yeah. I also do love that Ian, she said that she woke up with this huge zit and he's like, me too. And she's me like, too. well, I don't see anything. He's like, oh, I put Windex on it. And she's like, I married my father. That's <laughs> and so then they show up for the reception at Aphrodite's palace. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Can I just say they flew this band in? Did they? The bands from Greece? Did she about, oh, somebody has to pick up the band from the airport. Yes. Oh. Yeah, because I was like, they flew in this. So <laughs> I was like, they flew them out? <laughs> well, so and funny. me and oh, my man. planning brain, I'm like, no one, no one was in charge of picking up the band. Like the bride just gets a phone call on the wedding day saying the no, band's she- here. 
go she, get like, them. She, she, yeah, she gets the call and then she shouts downstairs and I'm assuming one of them takes care well, of it. Well, they remind Nico when he's like, to, after he takes the pictures of everybody and they're like, oh, get right. the hell out. She's like, don't forget, Nick, you have to go pick up the band from there. Yeah, that's right. That's what it is. Yeah. I would have been like, no one's in the car yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, why am I getting this call? Somebody on this already. (laughs) I do love this part of the movie so, so much when the dad makes his speech. It's the best. And like, he, of course, goes in. You think he's going down his normal path of just like, talking about greek words and greek this and greek that but what he does is he takes miller ian's last name and what portocollis means which is orange the the fruit fruit orange yeah and he breaks down miller's last name which is apples and he says that pretty much that they're different but they're both fruit and he kind of makes a joke about it and it's It's just super sweet that he has brilliantly written and yes so satisfying to hear that from that character yes and it's it's genius I just loved it so it was so good so heartwarming and that like he found he he found common ground and then you know it is tradition for the 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 (laughs) bride's family to give a gift and and you can see this part where is Nico is actually explaining this to Ian's parents what is hap- about to happen, mm-hmm. and I cry every time because they bought them a house. So like yes, they're a pain yeah. in the ass. They're they are a pain in the ass. They are annoying. They are pushy. They're loud. But at the end of the day, they love. They love her so much and mm-hmm. they just want the best for her. And, yeah, you know, really, and it's just such a beautiful moment. Lovely. Although the house is next door to their <laughs> Right house. next door. Ron and I said a lot about this. We were like, remember the days when you could just buy somebody a house? Oh, yes. I literally wrote in <laughs> this economy. <laughs> <laughs> and then also like, we were like, oh, I think it's next door. And then like, what if it was like, what if like they didn't even see it? But like the gesture is just so big. Yeah. Yeah. And, and actually, it's almost funny the way Ian goes like, oh my God, they bought us a house. Like, it's so, under, like, he's just so, his breath's so taken away that it almost yeah. sounds like, like understated for yeah. like the, but it, it's a really, it's really, really yeah. big gesture. And it means so much. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. in the second movie, you see that the entire, like her brother has a house next door and her sister has a next. So like, they all live they all, down that row. They just own that road. <laughs> what luck. <laughs> yeah and so then the movie kind of closes with some we see while while Tula is speaking we see her and Ian and their now six-year-old daughter she said she got pregnant like a hot second after they were married and I know (laughs) and that her family is big and loud but they're her family and now her daughter is starting Greek school and then that's when they pan out and you see like the house is right next yeah. door. So they're like walking the daughter to Greek school and it's like they're waving to grandma and grandpa. And, <laughs> and she's like, mom, I want to go to brownies. And she's like, well, I'll tell you one thing. You can marry whoever you want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we went really far with that. I just want to go to brownies. Like, yeah. I get it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. And so that is 
my Yay. big fat Greek wedding. It's such a cozy rom-com. It's like the stakes weren't so high mm-hmm. that it was like uncomfortable. And there was it's never just, that it's like not overly dramatic. It's just yes. So- there was never that like third act catalyst for a big, huge fight and the wedding's off and then yeah. we have to make up. There was yeah, none and then of we that. We have to like be in this like maybe sort of toxic relationship. There's yeah. none of that. It's all just like love. Yeah. It's, yeah. It was like, it was silly and it was, it was real. Yeah. It's just, God, man. It just, yeah. It just, it's so good. Yeah. Well, before we dive in to our ratings, let's just see if there's any more fun facts that we kind of glossed over. Oh. While in Toronto during pre-production, Nia Vardalis and Playtone producer Gary Goatsman overheard actor John Corbett, who was in town shooting Serendipity, at a bar telling a friend of his about having read the script for My Big Fat Greek Wedding and being upset that he couldn't make the additions. They approached him and offered him the part of Ian Miller on the spot, which he accepted. How like oh, must like, be nice. That's the... so rare. I mean, yeah, that's how yeah. you know just like everything about the movie was and he like he nailed it. Like yeah, there was yeah. never was a doubt of like, oh, someone could have played Ian better. It's like, no, John Corbett is Ian. Yeah, he did a great so, job. Yeah, and this was before I think was this after or before he played Aiden on Sex in the City? I'm on it. I'll look. I think it's slightly before. Yeah, he has Aiden hair in it, so I feel like it's probably Sex and the really City close. went off the air at, on, in two thousand and four, but they said pre-production oh. was in two thousand, so it could be. Oh, could be look. Okay. Um, oh, Nelly Furtada was approached to play one of Tula's sisters, but she turned down what? the role, admitting a twenty-seven. She admitted that she finds acting to be very difficult, so she just didn't feel comfortable. Good for with. her for being like, you know, that's not for me. Not my yeah. wheelhouse. Like, I, I, more people who. <laughs> would find acting very difficult maybe shouldn't try it yeah no but like it's nice that she's all she's like it's not not, i'm not gonna not gonna do it yeah yeah the opening scene where we are introduced to and tula where it's raining was actually filmed it was the very last scene which they said lent pretty well to the tone of the somberness of it because we were all sad saying goodbye to everyone and wrapping up the movie so and let's see what else oh it was during when he was Aiden because he was Aiden from 2000 to 2003 oh wow wow yeah I'm trying to see if there's any I forgot there was a series my big fat Greek life I forgot about that yes it had seven episodes and John Corbett's role was recast they also changed the first name of the character he wasn't ian and he had planned to come and play actually the role of the best friend that was ian gomez's role in the movie but before he could actually be on the show it actually got canceled yeah it didn't didn't hang for too long did not did not do well also the entire cast besides nia had to sue Playtone because Nia had she had like a separate deal, but they had to right. sue the studio for their part of the profits. Oh, saying they didn't that get their money. Yeah, saying that Gold Circle Films, which isn't, was engaging in in so called Hollywood accounting practices. Interesting. Yeah, watch mm-hmm. out for that Hollywood accounting. <laughs> I wonder exactly what that means exactly. I need. Yeah, it's very interesting. And they never went 
without food because wherever, whether they were filming in Chicago or in Toronto, every Greek restaurant was sending free food to the set, which that's really cute. (laughs) Give me all of the falafel and (laughs) lamb, please. Feta cheese. Yeah, feta cheese. Put it on some French fries <laughs> with some well, spicy peppers. That's in and out, but Greek. <laughs> anyway, before we say what our ratings are, Gwen, why don't you tell everyone your social handles one more time? At Gwen Carroll with an E at the end on TikTok. <laughs> and Gwen, uh, Lizzie, Jackie trying to type Gwendolyn's Instagram. <laughs> Gwendolyn's Instagram. Uh, it's Gwendolyn's Instagram. So it's Gwendolyn with a L-Y-N Instagram. <laughs> is it Y-N? Have fun. It is Y-N. Okay. And then take off the other I-N and then you've got it. Got <laughs> it. Gwendolyn. I Instagram. did it. <laughs> it's and- a pun. If you I guys love it. Have any insight, or if we got something wrong, or whatever it may be, um, we don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me I'm wrong. No, please, please do. <laughs> then make sure you hit us up at No More Late Fees on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. They're um, everywhere. <laughs> we <Yeah>. are everywhere. <laughs> All right, Gwen, I'll start with you. What is your today rating of this movie? I have started a shrine to this movie in my bedroom now. Is it just Windex and it is Windex Windex soaked newspaper clippings from 2000 would definitely buy it. Like this is a top-notch movie rom-com that I'm so glad I watched again. For me, it is a five day. I don't get, I, I, I think, I don't know. I don't get as sentimental about like movies like this as Danielle does. So, I mean, it's a good movie. I enjoy watching it. I'm not going to rush out and buy it. Okay. Well, so. for for me, I, I mean, there are movies that I feel like are more nostalgic, but this movie I'm sentimental about because it feels so, I relate to it a lot. I mean, yeah. I think that that's how most people obviously I I haven't had a big fat Greek wedding yet but I do have a very huge immigrant family and I can relate to the character of Tula to an extent and I loved how loving the family was it's a would buy for me still Mm -hmm. so glad that we watched it so that I can now have permission to watch it more because I try my best not to watch some of my favorite movies on repeat because I know we want to keep it fresh for yeah. the podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I go like, all right, put it back on. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very proud of Danielle for not confusing the first and the second movie. I Good did job. very well. I remembered you a did. lot in this episode. You this did. This is my best episode yet of remembering <laughs> things. You only this called Tula Nia a couple of times and you got all the names hey. right. Yeah, so. she is Tula. I mean, she it, wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> it's based on her life. And if you have any other input, 
Hit us up at our quick drop, 909-601-6653, 909-601-NMLF. Twat us at the Twitters or leave a message on our Anchor FM account for our international listeners, and you can be featured on a future episode. Join us next week as we shape up for Bend It Like Beckham. And as always, be kind and rewind. And Nia, if you're listening, I love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>